advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. That's you. Recording from it. <laughs> you know, I, I was a half a second. That's you, dude. You That's son you. of a bitch. <laughs> I can do this. I can't. It's not without cues. I need a person like fucking going to land a plane with the fucking drumsticks that they like, wave in the air. Just like, three, two, one. You're bad at this. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking hey. Go. Recording from Gloriole Studios in Chicago. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at. This is both episodes 172 and 173. <laughs> we hope. We hope. If we can, co- if we can cobble together yeah. enough bullshit. Enough bullshit in one day, we might not have to record twice this week, and that would be kind of amazing. And we're so. actually recording... Uh, Live is not the right word. I, yeah, it's, it's like live-ish. pre-recorded, but we're not we're not going to take any breaks, and we're not going to do any editing on the show, which is kind of scary. So turn yeah. it off now. Yeah. It's pretty much, <laughs> pretty and we're much. in person. Yeah. We're actually recording. Oh, so let's 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 yeah. enumerate yeah. the flaws All before the flaws. we even yeah. begin. Right? Exactly. Right. So first, we're in person. Right. Second, you begin drinking before noon. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> and it's shit I made. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we're not going to edit any of this nonsense. We're not even going to edit out the long pauses. <laughs> <laughs> I love the long pauses. The awkward, awkward oh, silences. That's great. Before we begin the show, Cecil, uh, you actually just returned recently. Part of the reason that uh, our our recording schedule has changed, that the actual release schedule we maintained, mostly because you right. did a lot of work. Right. You know, like, while you were on vacation. <laughs> but you just got back from New York. I did. I the went land of garbage mountains, huh? <laughs> First time ever in New York. And, uh, you know, while I, I will say that there was some really great stuff about New York, I thought that there was some really pretty places and whatnot. But New York, for me, if you're familiar with Chicago and New York, what New York is, is Streeterville. Like, so if you go to Streeterville in Chicago, Streeterville is just packed with people. There's tons of people on the streets and it's just a, you know, kind of a mass of people, tons of real sort of like, um, I guess you would call them like trendy places where, you know, people go out and hang out. Yeah, sure. Imagine that for 55 square blocks. No, I will not do it. (laughs) Like, it's like every garbage can has bees around it. No. Like, (laughs) it's the worst. It's the worst. And it's just crowded and packed and kind of, I mean, it was really, uh, that was disconcerting. But the thing that really shocked me the most, first off, their pizza sucks. Okay, so that's, I'm just going to get that Does it really? I actually was going to ask you about that. Because that's foldy pizza, right? Yeah, so I went out to fucking, and I'm probably, we're going to get a million fucking emails about this. But I went out to, uh, I was staying in the financial district for the first day. So I stayed out by the World Trade Center, where the World Trade Center was. Um, And then I, I stayed in the financial district. So I did it like a search. I was searching for places. I was like, I got to find a place that all the people go for pizza. Because this is like, what they it's say the is like thing, fucking, right? you know, Chicago pizza is a fucking pie. What the fuck you got to do with that? I'll fucking get all fucking weird about <laughs> is it. Is that how they sound? Oh, they, they do, do it. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what they do. They look like Ewoks, too. They look like, yup, 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 yup. But anyway, uh, so I, I, 
I get the pizza. I go to this place, and I did a search. I was like, "What's the fucking highest rated place right. that the traders go to?" Right, because you're in the financial district. This is where everybody goes every day. And clearly, at that point, if you're getting pizza from where the traders go, money is not an yeah, like, right. It's not a reduced quality yeah, product. Exactly. Because they're just like, "I shit money and gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it for two, 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 going for two. But anyway, the uh, I go there, and it's like this hole in the wall place. And I walk in, and there's three half cooked pizzas sitting there. On the on the thing, okay. And I was like, I'll get two slices of pepperoni, and they're like, sure, no problem. And then they take it and they put it in the oven. So they cut the pieces and they put it in the oven. Okay. Like it's like Sabaro, like that's what yeah, Sabaro right, does, yeah, right? Like right. you go in, yeah, you buy a half, cooked, it's like a half cooked pie, it, yeah. and then they cook to finish it up. Yeah. And I go sit down, and I, you know, I'm sitting there, and I kind of fold it up. And it, I mean, it's better ingredients than Sabaro, but it's pretty much Sabaro. I mean, it was like. Uh, I was like, that's okay, but it's not great. I mean, like, I had really good pizza in Chicago. I'm sure that there's very good pizza out there, like some, you know, artisanal shit, whatever. Right. But this stuff was not. I was like, whatever. What's the big deal? It's just your your crust is a little different. Like, big deal. It's not anything major, though. I mean, it was really a very very slight change in the pizzas. I mean, it really was very, very slight. But it's triangles, not squares. Yeah, it's triangles. That's the difference. That's the – it's a shape. Like, at this point – we are actually like we're fighting about the sure. geometry. It's deciding whether or not you cut your sandwich in half or it, it, one way on diagonal or a straight up and down. Diagonal like fancier. I think diagonal fancier. I too. cut sandwiches diagonal <laughs> for my wife and son, and Finn hates it because it's a bigger crust to like. Oh, so, crust to. Yeah, because yeah, it, it can't get like you can only really get them, and he won't eat the crust. So it's. And I do it every time because I, I, it makes me mad that he doesn't like yeah. crust because the crust is the best part of the right. bread. <laughs> and you will make him like it. Right. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. And Colleen yeah. will cut the crusts off of his sandwiches, mm-hmm. and I refuse to do it. I'm like, he's going to eat it until he likes it. <laughs> I will force feed that little fucker. I don't fucker. care what you actually like. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I want you to like. So in New York... There we are in the middle of New York. We went to this one place. Somebody suggested going to a place out to eat, and it was somebody that uh, I'm not going to say who suggested it, but somebody suggested to go out to a place out to eat, and it was fucking basically like, it was like like a fancier version, of like Rainforest Cafe. We no, totally got no. fucking duped. Like somebody was like, you should go to this landmark place, and I was like, okay, and I didn't realize that it was just like a fuck. It's like the Grand Lux in Chicago, where you're just like, yeah, it's tourist food, dude, and yeah. it's not good. It was bad. But then we went to a couple other places. Very nice places, admittedly. Okay. The thing that really weirded me out about New York is the garbage. <laughs> There's just piles of garbage everywhere, like fucking waist-high piles of garbage in the street. And then the worst part is, is like, okay, well, I can deal with the waist-high piles of garbage if it's just for a day, and then they come by and collect it, right? The problem is, is that it's out there for a day, and then there's like this... I don't even want to call it because you have the word garbage juice, right? Yes, right. But that's not that doesn't accurately describe oh, this no. concoction. <laughs> Imagine like it's almost like a non-Newtonian fluid. Right? <laughs> so, like, yeah, like a, it's like a, it's not a solid, it's not a liquid. It's kind of part of all three. It's like a gas because ah, you can smell it. Oh god! And it's got the liquid and solid. It's portions. garbage plasma. It's, it is. It's like it's like a fourth state of matter. It's the craziest shit, and it smells horrible. And there's like a fucking ten by ten square in the road of it everywhere you go. Because basically the garbage truck pulls it, but then there's no like no power washer or nothing to get it off the ground. So it's just like your city smells like garbage all the time. And from the pictures you sent, the garbage is not in bins; it's just no. in bags. It's like on the streets, like bags of garbage you on might, the streets. Like well, you might as well just have plague rats running around. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I was would, so shocked. Why would they not like here? They don't, they don't have an alley. 
But but they should still use the bins. I know you would think that you would just right? like slide a bin or something on the residential streets. They have like lock up stuff for garbage where they have like bins and then they like you gotta lock, lock up your up. garbage. Nobody you steals, lock, it. steals your garbage. <laughs> hey, who took yeah. my fucking dirty diaper? I saw diaper a million filth. people digging through garbage too. They'll walk up and untie the bags and yeah. then reach in and pull no. out bottles and shit. I shut fucking Why are you shit speaking? you nuts. <laughs> ah. I couldn't believe it. That's like a fucking industry out there. Whoa. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, Whoa. I only stayed in Manhattan, so I don't know what it's like anywhere else. So I'm not talking about the whole Manhattan's of New York. Manhattan's the ritziest part, but right? I, that's all I stayed in. I, I, from what I hear, like the like the neighborhood places in like the Bronx, Bronx and like the Queens, I guess, are not like, totally different. But I don't know because I didn't go there. I only went to one place. But it was it was. I mean, it was pretty as long as I looked up. But if I looked down, I was like. That's a big it's pile a of garbage. It's city, dude. Gross. It was you got to put a clothespin on your nose. I, you know, I bet I, visiting it in the winter would probably be fine. I think because then, then you're in New York in the winter, yeah. <laughs> right? Like that's like saying like, yeah, the, the zombies are slower yeah. in Alaska. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. I, I went there and I thought it was great and all for certain reasons, and then I also thought it sucked. I mean, there's lots of reasons why Chicago is great and sucks too. So sure. I mean, right. it's not like it's every city has that yeah. that problem. But that was not. I mean, the garbage was the one thing that I. was So you're just not relocating? Shocked. Oh, good lord, no! <laughs> oh god, I couldn't. I don't know that I could live out there. I mean, I live in. I live in a city, and I yeah, thought, right. well, sure, you know, I, I could handle like a sure. Bit, city's a city. It's way more populated. Like, I mean, like three or four times more populated. I just got really think, sorry. That's all right. We're going to have to cut this out. We're not going to cut this out. We're not cutting anything We're out. We're not cutting this there out. There is no post-production. I'm, just gonna, I'm shutting it off. There this is go. just production This production. is the production to production. I'm not going to cut anything. All right. So, All Tom, right. that's my rant about New York that we're going to get tons of email on. Yeah, so. we are. So, the first story comes from uh, MSN. Wait. No. I've what? Got, hold on. First oh, yeah. story. Here God we go. Damn it. <laughs> Have you ever seen this video? Oh god, it's hilarious. The guy is doing exactly what you're doing too. He's like, he's like, oh, 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 oh. He's like moving his head. That's fucking awesome. He's got a babble head. It's great. Alright, so the first story <laughs> I am not good at we're this. Not, job. We're terrible at this. The first story comes from MSN Lashes for Saudi woman who called morality police liars. Newspaper. <laughs> so it just, I know it just says colon newspaper. newspaper. I don't really understand why. So a Saudi Arabian. I'm just, I'm just making sounds. What's going on over I'm there? I'm just making sounds. Stop. Let, just let me make my sounds. Not this many people don't have anything to say to you. Yeah. Like that's like that's. I'm not surprised that we're getting interrupted by chimes and beeps and boops. <laughs> what shocks me is that anybody is sitting anywhere in the world right now thinking, I got something to say to Cecil. <laughs> Everyone who likes oh, you yeah. is in this room. Very, very true. It's very true. Yeah, that was actually, you know what that was? That was uh, Firefox telling me I need to upgrade. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not Adobe. Uh, I literally just updated it and it was like, have you updated Adobe? You know, like, you did it 30 seconds ago, but we might have changed uh, it since but, then. Yeah. Yeah. Here, and also if you could download the following shitty toolbars <laughs> that will never come off of your oh, desktop. Oh, the toolbars. Yeah, do you, you want as many toolbars as you possibly can Ask get. fucking Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I haven't heard that in years. That's awesome. Yeah, sure. Let me let me get to web crawler. Hang on a minute. <laughs> so a Saudi Arabian judge has upheld a sentence of a month in prison and 50 lashes for a businesswoman convicted of insulting members of the morality police during an argument. No, 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 morality police. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, one thing that I like of this is, like, the morality police um, – they, they've actually been renamed. 
So it was formerly the Commission for the Promotion of Virtue and the Prevention of Vice. That's a long name. And now they're just like, no, fuck it, man. We're just the morality yeah. police. <laughs> I don't know. And we're going to rename our government Big Brother. Yeah. And we've always been at war with <laughs> exactly, Oceana. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I think they think this is awesome. It says, it, it said the patrol had entered her cafe to check uh, that there were no breaches of morality or other laws in the conservative uh, Muslim kingdom. And I just wonder if, like, there's, like, an undercover vice squad that walks around and is like, are you doing anything immoral in here? Like, are you doing- <laughs> I could see your ankle. I could see your- <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Call 9-1. I don't know. What's our number? I don't know. Yeah. Could you imagine like them just being like, psst, buddy, I would like to buy an immorality. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like opens up their fucking, like they got like a big coat full of watches, but instead it's just full of like women's ankle pictures. Like, <laughs> And they're like shitty Polaroids. They're like terrible Polaroids. Yeah, they're like, like fucking like weird snuff Polaroids, oh, you know? Man. Like yeah, she may or may not be dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making any promises. She is certainly dead. <laughs> you know, I like that she appealed this and the and the second judge was like, Yeah, a month in prison and fifty lashes. Oh, God, that sounds unpleasant. I mean and the morality police like swing by and then she calls them liars, right? So she's like, Yeah, but I'm not doing anything immoral. And that's actually what she's... So this is the resisting arrest version, right? Right, So, like, the cops show up at your door, and they don't arrest you, and they're like, yeah, we're going to fucking harass you and bother you about X, Y, or Z. And then you're like, blah. But then they don't find anything in the original charge, but then all of a sudden you've resisted arrest. And now you've resisted arrest, and that's now the new charge. This is the same version. Like, insulting the morality police? That's a paddling. Like, it's, like, just that bad. Right. Because she didn't get the 50 lashes for having anything immoral happening in her cafe. She got it for upsetting the people who were checking to see if anything bad was going on. Well, that's being immoral. That's being immoral. (laughs) You know what's crazy to me? Here's the thing that, 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 okay, so if you're a cop in, in the States... We have a uh, the code right that they have to follow. Where they're like, look up at the law. They're like, this is a law. This is a law. Right. And, and, yeah. and admittedly, some cops don't even know the law, right? Because when they do videotaping, some of them are like, you can't videotape me. Right. Go, no, no you, yeah, you, can. you can actually. Yeah. You videotape don't know the law. And then they like beat you up and they take your camera away. Sure. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, like I am the law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. They're all Judge Dredd over here. But uh, but in, in any case, there at least is some. At least we're playing some sort of. It's like uh, it's like we're pretending that there's some sort of. Uh, you know, we're, right, we're all right. pretending that there's some yes. sort of polite fiction right. that we all right. agree that there's these laws. Over there, judges decide what the law is. Yeah. So when you, it's not like these judges are saying, "Go out and find this thing." They're just saying the judges just make a decision. So if that's the case, like you could just basically arrest something somebody for anything, and anything. then they just bring them into the judge, and they'll be like, "No, nah, it's not a crime," or "Yes, that's a crime." Or do they go out and like like these guys make a decision? based on what they think immoral is, and then take it to the judge who then renders a decision based on what they think immoral. I mean, like, how does it even work? Because, you know, the judges aren't, it's not like right. Judge Dredd, right? It's not like they're out there doing the thing. Yeah. They're behind a bench somewhere, and then there's actually guys in their, like, like in their morality mo- mobile, driving around looking for people doing bad things. Right, yeah, and then by bad things, it's like looking at the wrong thing in a cafe. Right. Like, like nothing is, it's not like these people, and she's the one who's going to get shit for that, right? Oh, so sure. she has a yeah. business, yeah. and somebody walks into her business and does a thing that is not the right thing, according to literally the morality police, which when you say it, it sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like, oh, who's there? Knock, knock. It's the morality police. <laughs> Do they have to get, like, a morality search warrant? 
<laughs> what if they you think that they could like falsify evidence like when they like they chase people down in like a high speed chase and then they're like I didn't do anything wrong and then they like pull up their burka a little like I saw your ankle right, I right. saw it <laughs> it's like when the cop like comes up and like smashes your tail light like that's why I pulled you over <laughs> Like they come up and they just like they've got like a little perfume spritzer of vodka. Yeah, They're exactly. Like, foot, foot, oh, foot, foot. Oh, who's been in the drink? Oh, looks like you've been drinking. <laughs> Time to and go during the- Ramadan, that's a jillion <laughs> that's lashes. A death. That's a death. Are you kidding me? They'll just murder you. And every time we've encountered a story like this where somebody takes it, like, goes to the appeal right, in Saudi right, Arabia, sure, yeah. usually the, the fucking conviction gets worse. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how dare you? <laughs> all right. It, it's, it's like, oh, wait. 25 lashes, I'm going to ask the second judge, make that 50 lashes. Really? It's fucking- What I is going on over there? Fucking Mozilla was just like, what? hey, asshole, I know you closed the window earlier, but I just wanted to let you know it's ready to install. Thanks, <laughs> asshole. Did you check the compatibility of your add-ons? Motherfucker, Fuckers. I've never used one of those add-ons. Fucking Mozilla, I quit. <laughs> asshole. Hello? I still love that one. <laughs> this one also comes from MSN. Uh, Shiite militia killed dozens of Iraqi Sunnis in a mosque shooting. Uh, I don't. This wouldn't have even made the news if it wasn't for the second part of the story, right? Um, and it certainly wouldn't have made our our portion of it. So obviously, there's a tremendous amount of sectarian violence going on uh, in Iraq right now. Um, but what struck me as particularly interesting about this story, Cecil, is uh, they actually stoned some dude in Mosul. I, I, I want to point that out. They stoned a man. This is the first case of a stoning of an actual, like, penis-having person it's that equality. I'm aware of. I mean, this is really a step forward, I, I think. Know. This is the, progressive. This is progressive for them, and I'm it's, really happy that they're, you know, I mean, they're, they're just, they're, you know, you take an even hand with things like this, and I think the very next thing is maybe you won't be stoning people. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, you know, the reason why, the reason why uh, stoning even exists and all this stuff exists is... Somebody long ago decided that they wanted to make sure that the patriarchy there stayed in power forever, right? Course, so they made right. a they yeah. made a they wrote a book based on that, and everybody follows it and whatever, you know. So you basically right. have a book that dictates that women are nothing, and we're gonna fucking you know we're gonna treat them however we want. Yeah. Well, now you have an opportunity to show that that men can be treated the same way, and like whoa, 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 whoa. They're let's gonna, not they're gonna, get yeah, crazy. Exactly. Don't get Let, crazy. What's going on? Let's here? let's slow down a little, and then maybe you start. Seeing that they they start going, well, I don't want to fucking be stoned. I mean, it was fine when they were just stoning women, but right. now right. I have an opportunity to stone. I'm not a fan of that. So let's see how we can figure out how to best navigate this so that I don't get stoned. Well, the way you navigate it is you get rid of the, the crazy parts of your book. Or you mitigate them like they do here, right? Right. Because yeah. we have the exact same stupid, dumb passages that they have in, you know, and I say we, I mean the Christians. I don't mean- uh, You, you and I? Yeah, we don't, we no, don't have yeah, anything. Right. But in any case, the, the, the Christians, the majority of people in the United States that follow a religion are Christian, those people have crazy fucking passages in their book, yep. too. But they just don't follow them. And I think that this is a step in the direction to, yeah, there was lots of stonings back, uh, you know, back in the day, but there doesn't need to be now. And I think that this is a step in the right direction. Because I, I really do think stoning a man is a step in the right direction for it. I absolutely think that it is. But, I know. But, I, but I, like, as soon as you like, I, I, it's not that I disagree with you. But it's that a part of my mind, like, yeah, dies. Sure. Like, I, I literally am yeah. dying inside thinking <laughs> that, that it is so bad in part of the world that you're like, man, we're at, it's, a, it's a fucking step up when we're being egalitarian about who we huck rocks at. 
<laughs> like it's that crazy. is that's fucking insane. Part of me too wonders if they won't just adopt like the American model where you'll have like the conservative side is like, well, we need to get back to the good old days. That's the good old days of murdering people. When, when we could just stone the women folk, you know, yeah. not like this, you know, like this this crazy like the feminazis. The feminazis. I'll, I'll do my best Rush Limbaugh. The feminazis. That's pretty good. Yeah, you like that? I like that. I like yeah. the zuh. Yeah. The zuh. <laughs> That's, That's how good, you. yeah. That's, right. Your microphone needs to be gold, though. I I, I, that, well, I'm going to, we got to get up to a little higher donation. <laughs> That's the thing. got to get right. to 14 karat gold yeah, I'm going to just, you know, at some point when this show makes so much money that we, it just doesn't even matter anymore, I'm going to just fucking dip shit in gold and take <laughs> pictures of it. And then I'm going to send pictures of it to the, to, to the uh, uh, patrons. Who don't have very much money? It's like I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I dipped it in gold and it doesn't even help. I don't even care. Ha ha ha. Yeah. I'll be like an archbishop. I'll just have like a when 10, we get that much money. When we get that much money. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. It's never happened. <laughs> yeah. Getting rich off of podcasting. Get rich off podcasting. Did I send you that story? Did you yeah, see that story? That awesome. Yeah. Uh, they, they're trying to sue Adam Carolla. Yeah, the and they're just like, trolls. Oh, he doesn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> he does, but it didn't come from podcasting. Right. They're like, wait, yeah. podcasts don't make money. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. It was man. amazing. Hold on a second. We got to go for the next clip. Let me play it. This is the next one. You're all sick. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. I'll tell you, that is awesome. The person who got that to us this week, they state they made like a brand new version of it. It's awesome. It's absolutely perfect. The sound quality is good. Oh, it's so good. Because the only one I could find, because the Simpsons mercilessly deletes any of their content from the internet. They immediately delete all of it. So you can't find that clip anywhere because the Simpsons stuff is yeah. just not available. So I didn't and I don't own it, so I don't, you know, and right. just you don't own the, the Simpsons? I just have to be at the mercy of when it gets played on Fox YouTube or something or whatever. Like, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this story comes from the Raw store. Cecil, look up at the top. Of your raw story. Uh-huh. Do you have a Massachusetts man fears his horns and 666 forehead tattoo will make a fair trial impossible clip? Uh, yeah. Look wow. at that what fucking guy. What is up with your face? Oh, my God. What's with the face and the, the horns thing? Did, what? He, did he stick balls under his skin? That is amazing. He actually... Holy shit, he looks so crazy. <laughs> I got to click on it now. Oh, my Jesus God, he looks Christ. so... He looks like a plague victim or something. He looks like he has smallpox. Yeah. I, I think that he's right to think that perhaps a jury will think that <laughs> that he... Like, if I saw that guy, I'd be like, he's the guy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what he did. Right now, I'm but just... he did with something. The following six crimes. The next six crimes, oh actually. Oh, gosh. We'll just attribute to that guy. Um, and this guy actually doesn't look any less creepy I from know. the real story. I'll tell you. He's trying to push his skull out through his forehead. <laughs> Look at that. He's got like the like the fifteen degree head tilt of concern. He does. He does. I not... think he's touching himself too in this picture. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, but I think he is. He's his hair is politely disheveled. Yeah. Ohio anti abortion <laughs> leader. Ohio anti abortion leader. Ban public nudity, breastfeeding because boobs promote gay pride. That's a great headline, by the way. Man, boobs promote gay pride. Uh, this guy is fucking a total lunatic. Uh, do we have an actual sound clip from this uh, guy? No, there's nothing, there's no, nothing we're just going to go no, ahead and read it. going to read it. So he says, uh, this is a quote, I am sick that women can legally bear their breasts to children 
and to married men against their will in Ohio. Oh, yeah, married men against their will, whatever. But to children, isn't that the point of breasts? Right. I mean, oh. like, the, like, the fucking very purpose of breasts is so that they can be, like, bared at children so that they can eat. Eat. Eat a food. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. This guy is sick. He's so, of all the things for him to spend his time worrying about, he's worried that kids are going to eat from the boob. <laughs> like, that's it. He's like, whoa. Because, hold on a minute. Then, fucking gay people at the gay pride parade... We'll go to see the boobs. It's just not natural, Tom. It's not. It's, it's not the human body is an unnatural thing. It's not That's, natural for kids to eat from the boob. That's why when when my son was born, he came out fully clothed. Sure. And then we actually put more clothes on his clothes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, well, we didn't want him to be immodest in the hospital. He had a little sippy cup when yeah, he came right? out. Yeah, right, he came yeah. out, and he was just jawing at yeah. us like, hey, what's up, Mom what's and Dad? Up, folks? Here I am. I like this. It says, gay pride parade in Columbus is 500,000 strong. And this is a quote from him. Why? Because women go topless. And I'm thinking, Tom, we can make a road trip to Columbus. We'll make it five, 500,000 and two strong. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a great parade. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's like that I that's all the parade. That's great. That's, Are they throwing out beads? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not gonna be catching the beads, yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Where have these been? <laughs> these smell. aren't the kind of beads they, I was expecting. They smell funny. This is a t- <laughs> it smells like New York here. <laughs> these don't appear to be a necklace. What's going on? <laughs> What? Hey, these don't connect. It's just one long just string. Like, I don't understand. Why are these so slimy? <laughs> Why are they so big? <laughs> Take that, it's like a dude. bolo. <laughs> it's like a line of jawbreakers. What's going on here? And it ends with one of those fist-sized jawbreakers. <laughs> you could capture a running calf with these things. <laughs> It's like it's like fucking cannonball shot. <laughs> like the, it's the grape shot or right, whatever. Yeah, right. that's awesome, man. Talking about lifestyles, there's been a whole new group of artists that have come into the rock scene in the last several years. We'll call them transvestites or perhaps the bisexuals. That's what we'll call them. That's another one from the guy who sent us the really good Simpsons clip. I like that. We'll call them transgender. Let's transsexuals. Call them, let's call them transsexuals. Let's 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 let up. him do that anyway. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Gene Mills. I can't. Who would even say this? Shelters should turn away transgender domestic abuse survivors. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, like when your stance is so hard line that you're like, man, this person needs a place to stay. You know, I got to admit though, sometimes these headlines get it wrong. Sometimes these headlines are are misleading. Agreed. And that happens. So let's yeah. let's hear what he has to okay. say. Just to we sure. don't want to make sure we misrepresent. Right. We want to make sure that you know because he, he might just said he might have said something in the beginning and then he says something at the end right. and they sort of squish it together. Right. Or he could be just implying. Sure. This, that could and be then no, it could be editorial. Exactly. Yeah. They claim to make provisions for the religious community, but it didn't consider something like the battered women's home. What if this person who claimed to be a transgendered actually? obtained one of these, quote, legal marriage licenses in elsewhere USA, came here and then claimed battery by their spouse. Should yeah. that man, who's now communicated as a transgender, who has the anatomical parts of both a male and a female, become a resident at the battered women's shelter? <laughs> and ought they not be able to say that's not acceptable? Well, and, you know, look, let's say you, let's say you run a used car dealership. Wait, what? Analogy. <laughs> Fucking analogy. I want to say for the first part though, like don't you think that they would that the that the that the shelter would just be like you're being abused 
Right. You're welcome. Yeah. Isn't that the most important part of right. the conversation? Right. It's not like, like hold on a second. Um, before you come in here, I need to make sure that you have an actual vagina. Right. I'd like to see your genitals. Is but... there any way that you could just whip those out for right. me so right. I could just, I got to inspect them. And it's only going to take a couple seconds, but I got to stick something out there to make sure it's a real vagina. I don't want to be a fucking fake. Yeah, Look, if vagina. we had a fake vagina in here. <laughs> All oh, hell would break loose. Who knows what would happen? Yeah. So we might have to send you back to your abusive husband. Right. You know, we may have to send you back there. Right. So just be aware that if I stick something up there and it doesn't go all the way up there. Yeah. I can see your bruises. Yeah. But I can't see your genitals. <laughs> exactly. So. All right. So use car dealership as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. And you've got a, um, a, a salesman and he starts showing up in high heels. And a purse, and and stockings, and a dress, and a wig, and makeup, and says that he's a, a woman trapped in a man's body. Well, now you know that's going to impact the number of cars he's going to be able to sell. He's on commission. That's right. And and the business owner <laughs> have no ability to say, "Look, you're killing my business. You you, you got a right to." Dr- he's on commission. You got a legal right to dress the way you want to, but not when you're my employee. Wait. Okay. So hold on a second. So. First off, why why would he automatically kill the business, right? Like, right. does that mean that when he comes by the door, he's just standing there and he's like, "Look at this transgender guy! Right. Turn away, honey, a transgendered guy!" Like he's just a guy. Yeah. Like it happens to look like a girl, and probably looks like a girl from maybe even up close, because yeah. a lot Who of the, a lot of transgender people look very. They look just like the, the gender right. that they're trying to look like, right? It's not like they fucking come in with fucking five o'clock shadow and a wig, <laughs> right. okay? They're, they're actually going out of their way to look like a woman. So it's actually, you know, it's kind of hard. They have like fucking uh, uh, like transsex- beauty, yeah. transgendered beauty pageants. Right. Where you're just like, that's a what? And yeah. my, 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 I know some people who went to a transgendered show. And they were like, they look like women. We could not tell at all. They look because these sure. people, they're good at what they do, right? That they, they they know what they want to look like. They want to emulate the other sex, and they go out of their way to fucking look like, look the, like other the other sex. sex. Right. They don't come in like with a fucking full beard, yeah. you know. It's not like you and I out, showing up in know? a dress. Exactly. It's not the Halloween right. thing, right? Exactly. Like, like, ha, 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 I'm a woman for Halloween. Like, no, it's not like No that. one would notice right. unless they were really like, I mean, you know, yeah, maybe there could be a bad transgendered looking person I guess I assume sure. that there could be but you know like the thing is, is I've never run into that I've run into I have I, I, I've met several people that were transgender and I'm like okay I, I you know you can maybe recognize that they're a dude maybe if it, if it offends you could just be like I want another person or you know maybe you leave whatever but I don't know that that's a I mean it, does it feel like you should just be able to unilaterally fire anybody that's fucking transgendered be like you're running my business well, and and this this example is particularly poorly put together, right? Like I've spent a lot of my life in sales, and I'll tell you one thing: you could show up wearing a fucking speedo, and it wouldn't matter as long as your numbers are good. That's all that matters when you're yeah. in sales, man. Right. So I'll tell you what: if you're a business owner and you fucking sell used cars, and that's your business, and you've got a transgendered person, and they're not selling cars, it doesn't cost you anything because you're paying them on commission. Yeah. So you didn't, you didn't lose any money. You lost no money. Let's go get another salesperson. I don't even think that they would be. I, I really don't think that they would be scaring people away. I don't I either. Don't, I don't think that that's a thing. When I go in to buy a car, I'm not just like, I need to evaluate the salesman because the right. salesman's going to decide whether or not I want to buy this car. It's like fucking. I already did my research, right? Man. And if the person's numbers are good, then the fucking everybody's happy and making money. Who it doesn't. Cares? It doesn't even make any Who sense. Cares? And I will actually tell you a personal anecdote. That the best day that I ever had, I used to work at a Circuit City back in the 1990s, like in the mid 1990s, where you were like, 
a jacket and a tie sure, and whatever, yeah, yeah. and you showed up for work, and it was straight commission, like selling electronics. The very best day I ever had at that job was Halloween wearing a dress. That was actually the very best day making money-wise. I made four or $500 that day standing around wearing a dress. Everybody thought it was funny. Nobody was fucking offended. Nobody was like, oh, dude in a dress. Ew, that's gross. That makes me want to beat off. Right. That's gross. Oh, God. Hold on. I'm so erect. I mean, angry right now. I am so pert with my anger. <laughs> Here I am talking about facts, real people, events. And you're talking about a 2,000-year-old book with stories in it that... Let's talk reality, David. You want to talk reality? Yeah. Well, reality was three and a half years ago when your husband and millions of others vanished. Now, that's reality. They said it was UFOs. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's I love great. that. Another I love- one. Another one that was given to us this week. That's awesome. That's. I love when she's like, when, he, when he's like, you want to talk about reality? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love awesome. how mousy their voices are, too. It's so fucking awesome, They man. said it was UFOs. <laughs> they said it was UFOs, man. Oh, well, in that case, <laughs> uh, no counter to that one. Oh. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. I love that it's either it's either UFOs or God. Like, right, it's UFOs or the Raptor. Options. That's it. It's like, sorry. There's only two options. Either UFOs came down and got people or it was God. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't we have noticed I'll tell UFOs? you, though. I'll tell you, though. I mean, if fucking that many people just voiped. I don't know what other fucking options I would have. Yeah, well, I don't either because yeah. millions of people don't just VoIP, yeah, right? Because exactly. it's like, it like, yes, I would look for. I'll tell you what. If all of a sudden I woke up and millions of people were disappeared, yeah, I'd be like, mm, we do need to have some conversations that I'm a little uncomfortable having. But there's some shit, <laughs> like there's some shit that needs some exploring right now. You're just standing there, head in hand, be like, how much crow do I have to? Right. Eat? I'd be like, I would like to announce. This show, <laughs> this show's kind of over. We're a brand new religious show. <laughs> we can keep the same name though, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and be very comfortable and with be it, very actually. Yeah. With it. But you know what? I would also call that yeah, fucking evidence, <laughs> which it's thus far true. we're lacking. Right? It's That's true. the thing. It's yeah. like, well, what would the atheists do? Well, yeah. the atheists would stop being atheists because you would have presented them with the one thing yeah. that they've always been asking exactly, for, which is yeah. some fucking evidence. Just a little bit. Just right. a little. I'll take an evidence, please. <laughs> you have an a la carte. <laughs> evidence and palm frites. Um, <laughs> Linda Harvey, LGBT rights ushering in the end times or the end of America. Or both. Or both. Yeah. Either I way. I don't know that a lot of this is, is going to be uh, interesting, but I think we're going to play it anyway because we're, we're sort of just milking this for time. So. <laughs> So why don't we listen? There's a there's a couple of these. The first one is two minutes and six seconds. We may stop it. The next one's fifty seconds, and then the final one's a, a one minute and eleven. These are all from uh, Linda Harvey's Understanding Times with Jan. Oh, someone Linda Harvey Mission America's Linda Harvey appeared on Understanding Times with Jan Markell. So this is what this comes from. You know, in Minnesota, now you have same-sex marriage. Okay, this means uh, your schools are somewhat liberal, as I understand. You know, this means that in schools, little six-year-old Megan is going to learn early on that you better not say anything against homosexuality because people can marry. When you grow up, you may marry a girl, and you're not going to know for a while. It might be a boy, it might be a girl. Do we think this is not going to have an effect? 
effect on little Megan as she develops. Of course it is. It's not just something presented to her when she's 21. No, it will form and shape her ideas, her values, and of course, more of the, the more of this that happens, the further away children are drawn from Jesus Christ and an authentic Christian faith. So we have to look at every single one of these issues through the lens of the next generation. And this is critically important reason to jump in here and protect these children. What? <laughs> I just, like, what, what are you, t- like, like all of a sudden your six-year-old's going to be like, I don't know if I'm going to marry a man or a woman. It's like, yeah, that's because you're not sexually mature yet. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you what, I, I knew when I was, a, I was probably five years old. I remember I was right. five years old. Maybe I was six, five or six. And uh, my brother Chris was on a uh, on a t-ball team, and there was a girl on the t-ball team that I just was enamored with. Yeah, man, absolutely yep. enamored with. Yep. I saw her, and I was just like, "Her, she had a ponytail. She's a tomboy-looking girl. She was like two years older than me." You got her number? Oh my gosh, she's super cute. I had my mom write a note to ask her if she wanted to go out for ice cream with That's me. That's fucking she awesome. She threw the note away. <laughs> Did she really? She crumpled it up and threw it away. Oh, cold oh. as ice. Oh, I got spurned when I was young oh. and it turned me into a non-gay man. Man. <laughs> out, still, I can't believe it. So you still, didn't immediately, like, when mm. she spurned your affections, you weren't like, no. well, the dick it is. <laughs> I'm for, does anybody have a cock that can gobble? I just saw so that a gobble of cock. That's yeah. not how that works no, then, it turns, it turns out. out. But you know, like, the thing is, like, I knew what I was, I knew I was a heterosexual when I was a very young, very young. I knew I was heterosexual. And it's almost like that's kind of an innate character. It's, it, it's amazing. I mean, I wow. knew right away right. when I when I saw girls' boobies and stuff like that. I was just like, that's a thing I want to see a lot of. Yeah. Like as much as I can. Right. Can I just see all that all the time? Is, is that a possibility? More of that? <laughs> so, you know, clearly, you know, a little girl in class is be like, oh, okay, so some people are like that. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm like that. Yeah. You know, people just don't, they just forget that they were sexual when they were that age. Because I know I was. I, yeah. I, I actually remember I, it. So. I, you know, it, I do too. I remember actually finding a, um, like a dirty playing card, like, you know, like. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, I know. Card. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, had like yeah. a naked, and it was like fucking like torn and like been rained on yeah, and like yeah. fucking birds ate it. Like yeah. it had like the ghost image of the past of a booby <laughs> on it. And I fucking hid that thing in like a little treasure box in my room when I was, I mean, I was living in Chicago. So, I mean, I had to be earlier than nine years old. Sure. And I fucking hoarded that thing like yeah. the fucking secret treasure that it was. Yeah, absolutely. Because it was like. I got a picture of a boob. <laughs> oh my god! Like I actually kind of still wonder where it went because yeah. I didn't throw it away. Yeah, I just right. lost it. You just lost. I'll it. tell you that yeah. there wasn't like a Your day. Your dad's still like, hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> that is certainly what happened. Like I'm yeah. certain that he found it. But yeah. like, you know, that's that's the thing. It's like nobody is is uh, as a kid saying like, man, I wonder. Who I'll go? It's not like deciding whether you're going to be a fucking policeman or a fucking scientist or whatever. It's not like you're looking at a buffet table full of right, options that right. are all equally appealing. Right. You know, one thing is the food, and everything else looks like a pile of rocks. I'd be curious to under, to hear uh, a homosexual person's experience, a gay person's experience yeah. on this. So if you if you have a a moment where you recognize that you were uh, gay. Send us a message and be like, you know, here's the moment that I realized I was gay. And, and see bisexual. how young it was. And bisexual, too, because yeah. that's another cont- level of right. continuum that I just, I, because for me, it's always been like just women. It's been like women, women, women. And I, like I said, from a very young age. Right. And I remember, I remember what that girl looked like. And I was enamored with her. Yeah. And I was very young at the time. I, I couldn't have been more than five. My, my son, when he was little, we would convince him to go, like, my, my brother in law's wife. Um, we would like she's she's a very pretty woman, and we would convince Finn 
to go places. Be like, Aunt Cassie's going to be there, and he'd be like, like run to the door. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. he's like, mm, I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. Let us go. Like, I will fucking drive. Yeah. I'm three. I do not care. I remember. I remember hot babysitters when I was a kid. Right, the seventeen year old girls. I'd be like, I was, I was all of them. Like wanted them to show stuff, show them how, like, just show off the whole time. Yeah, so I was just like a little kid and just wanted to. Sh- I remember being. Knowing that that was a thing that Absolutely. I was going to try to do when I was a kid, so that's this sort of this idea that's just like, oh, well, we put it in the textbooks, therefore they're going to be like, oh, it's fucking. I would like a little bit of this and a little bit no. Also, not, there's yeah. no textbooks when you're six. Yeah, I like it's the fucking idea. Crayons. I like the idea of the textbooks. Like, what are you what are you filling in? Like, are you coloring in a uterus when you're right. age? Like, what is happening? <laughs> there's more. This is the next clip. This is uh, a little different. Something else she's talking about. You know, there are people listening today, and they probably didn't plan to attend this. They may have seen this parade. They may have been in the area when the parade took place in their hometown. What do you tell? How do you advise people to deal with something like this? Do you go up and talk to the participants? What do they do? Well, and a bigger issue is we need to go to our city councils and stop these parades. That's my opinion. I think they are a blight on the community. They communicate exactly the wrong message, the homosexuality and gender change is totally fine, that it's a big joke because there are people, men dressed in feather boas and lipstick and heels in these parades. This is such a wrong message to our children especially. So I think my opinion is gay pride parades ought to be banned, and I think we have every reason to do so. There's no redeeming social value. That's my belief. Well, it's a good thing her belief doesn't matter, and nobody's listening to their show. I mean, you know, what, what, what's the alternative? Her belief trumps everyone else's freedom? Yeah, that's how that works. Like, what? I don't have the freedom to express myself how I want to fucking express myself, so I got to fucking deal with how Linda Harvey fucking decides how I express myself? And I'm reminded of the other uh, story that we covered where they're like, in Columbus, Ohio, it's like half a million people show up to the gay pride parade. Well, it's clearly not a fucking problem for those people. Right. Like, all these people go out and they yell and they cheer and they support because they're like, hey, you know, good for you. It's Be like who you are. It's not like they're, they, they show up and there's like... There's like, you know, seven gay people, 500,000 uh, uh, non-gay people. And then later on in the day, it's like they're all gay. They're all gay. They just it's turn just them like all. like they all turn gay because right. they went to the gay pride parade. It's like they have like a gay fire hose. They just shoot at people. Like, <laughs> they just shoot them like they spray them with fucking gay pheromones. Gay pheromones and they immediately become gay. That's they're basically like fucking a, a hive of bees. Yeah. Like we're just a hive we're of bees. We're just like moths. Like that's ah. all we are. Okay, there's one more clip. This is a minute 11 seconds. <laughs> we're doing the gay dance. So what is a pastor to do about it? Because you I, say this is a wake-up yeah. call for pastors. What are they well, to do? Well, here's the thing. I have been involved in public policy issues and testimonies at the Ohio State House and other states on these bills that have to do with homosexuality. And the other side, those proposing full acceptance of homosexuality or same-sex marriage and so on, always have pastors. Episcopalians, the United Church of Christ, Mm -hmm. other liberal denominations are there. We never have anyone. Occasionally you'll have an Orthodox rabbi there. That's all. People are not standing up on this. They're not willing to put their names out there, their reputations out there. And yes, these people are vicious. And yes, it does. uh, There is a cost. But people are going to have to stand up and pastors are going to have to realize this has a huge impact on America, on our culture, on children. Everything we pass regarding acceptance and embrace of homosexuality or same-sex marriage, it's not just some little population over there. It is being mandated in our schools. And 
now in our courts and now in our workplaces that you have to embrace this. Not just embrace this, you have to honor it or else we're going to punish you. They, they, yeah, like several times students come home from school and their homework assignment is just butt sex. Like yeah, right. It. Like, that's it. Like, that's what they get. My you kids, have to experience butt sex. Like, so go home and do the butt sex. My kid's in second grade and, like, that's the homework assignment we, yeah, he frequently gets. And he's just like, go home, draw a picture of seven gay people in an orgy. Yeah. Like, oh, again. I got to color this in again. Ugh. I'm on a peach for crying out loud. Right. I'm on a brown. <laughs> 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 yeah, I you know I I just can't get past the idea that you know people want to keep bringing children and it's like it's like gay is the new autism. You yeah, know? right. Like, it's like it's like a boogeyman. You're just like I'm going to scare you away. You know, yeah, you don't care about it. That's okay. But if your kids are going to be gay, that's a big thing. And I wonder like what parents out there and there's got to be plenty of parents out there and there clearly are that just like immediately freak the fuck out if their kid is gay. Like you know, what I mean, I can't oh, imagine. Oh yeah, man. I mean. You, you nurture this child all its life, you know, you provide for it, you try to teach it things and you do all this, you know, you, I mean, you basically care for it from the moment it's nothing until it's, you know, it's, it's ready to leave. Right. And what happens is, is it's just like, oh, this one thing in my life makes you hate me. Yeah. This thing I like to do in the bedroom is that big. It's like, I don't ever want to know what my kids do in the bedroom. Right. That's it. Like, whatever they do in the bedroom, it's like, "Mm, that has nothing to do with me. I'll tell you, I will fucking tell you what. I'm real interested in lots of the pieces of your life. But what you do behind that closed door, that's your fucking business, boy. That's totally your business, yeah. I got nothing to fucking do with that. Nothing at all. You know, this this idea, too, that, like, you know, well, it's not just that you have to tolerate or embrace this. You have to honor it or else we're going to punish you. Nobody's punishing somebody for being disinterested in homosexuality, right? So if you just had a, like, if you're oh, just like, I don't care. Right. No, there's no, the only time anybody's being punished <laughs> is when you're where's being. The, where's the, I'm going to make you care police. Right. <laughs> right. Is there like a morality, like yeah. an immorality police? It's yeah. like, walk, no, no, it's nonsense. Nobody is getting punished. The only time people are getting punished is when they're getting called out on being actively bigoted toward yeah. a group of people. Yeah. That's the only, and the only punishment is like, hey, you can't do that. Like, is nobody's going to jail? I mean, are you aware of any cases of anybody going to jail or the like sense of re-education camps? Oh, I Don't forgot about the re-education yeah. Yeah. camps where they put them all in and, showers, yeah. hot, <laughs> hot showers. soapy showers, <laughs> and the, the the soap is unbelievably slippery. It's, I mean, it's, it's just it's just so. Oh, slippery. I dropped it again. <laughs> it is altogether right to discriminate against homosexual behavior. I'm arguing that it's time that we as conservatives that we rehabilitate the word discriminate, that we reclaim it, that we dust it off, and that we use it, and that we use it unapologetically. And I believe we need to begin to say, look, it is altogether right for a rational culture to discriminate against homosexual behavior. This story also comes from Right Wing Watch. It's Brian Fisher again. God will use ISIS to punish America for gay rights. So evidently the uh, covert spy group from Archer. Because <laughs> it is actually more likely, Cecil, it is. It is. That, that the animated yeah. covert spy group from the TV series Archer will leap from the screen in corporeal form <laughs> to punish America for gay rights. It, that is actually a more likely series of events than ISIS a fucking Islamic group 
in Iraq and Syria. They're a pagan group, though, and, and God evidently yeah. can control the pagans, as well, according to Brian Fish. Well, it's a little-known fact that pagans are actually remote-controlled. Yeah. yeah. You God, God has a remote control. <laughs> God just it's one of those there. trigger ones with the steering wheel. It only wheel. goes, like, backwards <laughs> goes and back turns. Like, turns. it's either forward or backward and turn left. What the fuck? I don't yeah. want to have to spin around in a circle. Did you ever get those oh, when those you were those are the kid? worst. Those are the worst. What the fuck? It's what like, it is, is like, it's like a remote control tease. Right? It's like, it's like you kind of want a remote control car, but it's not really a remote control car. Yeah. It's like an anger-inducing yeah. car. <laughs> like, why, why... Why would you even assemble it? I'd rather it that have one way. of those Power Wheels ones that you just turned on and rolled. Like, yeah, I'd have much rather have one of those. That is because it's a much better fucking toy. It's like, <laughs> hey man, does it turn? Yeah, but only one direction and backwards. Oh, backwards. What the fuck? Sorry, we are going around the world of the left. I'm. I apologize. And those same fucking shitty remote control cars only have one speed, which is go very fast <laughs> right now. So like you, you're always hitting shit yeah. with it, and then you gotta like, oh. You may as well just throw it away. Yeah, might as well. May as well just be like, mm, this is. Like, I'll just eat the batteries. Speaking of things that we should throw away, here's Brian Fisher. Mm. This was the kind of sexual behavior that was going on in Canaan. It was celebrated. It was promoted. It was protected. It was widespread. It's it was hot. normalized in their culture. Sodom and Gomorrah makes that clear. All the men in the city were involved in that kind of lifestyle. They're very aggressive, just like uh, uh, the gay Gestapo is today. They the were pounding on the door uh, to get in. Uh, and the back door. <laughs> God just, his patience is finally exhausted, and he says, look, I'm going to bring the sons of Israel in to discipline Canaan to remove, the, the land is going to vomit them out because they've morally, morally forfeited their right to exercise uh, sovereignty over the land. And, and here's what I'm suggesting to you, is I believe that God eventually is going to run out of patience with the United States. Because we are celebrating things that we should not celebrate. We are elevating things that we should not elevate. We are protecting behaviors that we should not protect. We are punishing people who speak out against these kind of uh, behaviors. We're fining them. We're sending them to re-education camp. We are firing them. There it is. We are punishing them. We are refusing to hire them. So we have got our value system completely turned upside down. And God says, look, you know better. My point here is that God will use pagan armies to discipline his people if they turn from him in rebellion and disobedience. Okay, wait. So so what he does is what God does back in the day is he fucking like rains fire down and destroys a whole city. Yeah. Like fucking basically fucking thermonukes it. Right, Just like yeah. fucking nukes it from orbit because it's the only way to be safe, That's right? Okay. And somebody looks back at it and gets turned into stone or salt or something, salt, yeah, right? Yeah. If I remember the story correctly, yeah. which I don't really care if yeah. I knew it or not, because it's all bullshit anyway, right, it doesn't cares? matter. But in any case, he fucking basically nukes a whole city. Somebody looks back, gets turned into salt for some reason. I don't know why mm. salt, uh, probably more expensive back then. Maybe you just it's cut a her valued commodity. Save her, sell right. her, like, I don't know, different That's places. actually where the, she had a umbrella. She was actually the first Morton. <laughs> <laughs> was she iodized too? I have no idea. Anyway. When it rains and so, so here's here's what he did back then. Now he's going to actually manipulate someone else to come do it. It's like, well, can't you just fucking like rain some fire down somewhere? Yeah, do something that's an evidence, please. Right. Like instead, instead what he's doing is he's he's what he, he's latching on to the hope that these ISIS folks will turn into terrorists in a way that affects because they're already probably terrorists, but he, he's hoping. Yeah, I mean, that I think you could say what they're doing is terrible. terrorism, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. so. But he's, although they're, maybe they're kind of a half-nation state, so it's kind of foggy there. But yeah. still, nonetheless, like, if if at some point ISIS claims responsibility for, 
you know, some kind of action against the United States, he can point at this now. So he's setting the stage is what yeah. he's doing. He's putting it out there and saying, like, the next big Islamic military threat is going to come from ISIS. I'm going to set the stage. So when it happens, I look prophetic. So he's I mean, he's it's like fucking bad fortune telling. You know, like, that's all that this is. It's like bad fortune telling. It's like seeing somebody and being like, yeah, what do you do for a living? Well, I drive a car for eight hours a year. Well, you know, I'm going to predict that in the next two or three years you'll get in a fender bender. Okay, well, you're fucking just playing the odds here. You're just sure. playing the odds. Yeah, yeah. I think this, I, I agree the same thing. And it's just, you know, why is it that he goes from, that, that God goes from physical intervention right. to no longer intervening and, in fact, using something else to, to intervene? What he's doing and trying to do is scare these people yeah. into believing in the God or into believing what he thinks is right. And it's the same It's the same tactic the woman in the previous story was doing where she's like, think of the children, think of the children. Exactly. He's basically yep. saying, like, don't you worry. Like, uh, this is, this is going to happen and God's going to come down and he's going to be really mad, but he's not going to do it like he used to. What he's going to do is do some, use something that is already existent. You know, it's like basically saying, well, the reason why, you know, people, uh, the, that God's mad at us is there's cancer. Yeah, you know, right. He's like, right. okay, well, cancer exists, but, you know, how does that prove, like, you know, why? And, and the other thing, too, is it's like if he's, if he's manipulating these people, wouldn't ISIS then just only go after homosexuals or homosexual gay allies? Like, why wouldn't that be the thing that he does? Why aren't they going after, like, the Netherlands? Like, why are they going after the United States? Like, exactly. we're not, it's not like we're the most progressive no. country, no. you know, when, when it comes to gay rights. You know, all of a sudden it's like, well, God's mad at America. Why is God not mad at, like, Norway? Yeah. You know, like, wouldn't God be fucking furious with Sweden? <laughs> I mean, it's it's so fucking silly. And, you know, the funny thing about that whole, like, God physically intervening thing is 2,000 years ago, if God physically intervened, like, showed up and was like, I am a burning bush. Blah, do, yeah. do, do. <laughs> you know, like. I hope he does that song, too. <laughs> doodly do. <laughs> if he does that. Back in the day, everybody just, you like, the best thing you could do is be like, hold on, I'm going to write it down. And then that's your evidence, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> like, like, like chipping it away in stone. Like, tick-tick-tick-tick-tick-tick-tick-tick. But now if God did even one demonstrable thing yeah. and we got it on video, yeah. we'd have an evidence. Sure. Like, back in the day, it's like, I saw it. I saw it. You know, did you see it too, Henry? Yeah. Did you see it? Now, all of a sudden, it's actually easier for God. Yeah. Like, the most... Minor suspension of the laws of physics, a single suspension of the laws of physics is all that it would take to have even some faintest whiff of evidence. Yeah. But all the evidence is 2,000 years ago sure. when nobody could fucking prove that it happened. You Too could just write it down in yep. a goddamn book. Yep. And you could just write it and just be like, oh, who's going to say I wasn't true? You can I'm the write, conduit for God. Right. Yeah. It's like you can write anything. Like I can write a story about star-bellied sneeches. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't prove the existence of the star-bellied sneech. I'm kind of interested in these sneeches. <laughs> I would like to subscribe to their Dr. Seussian newsletter. <laughs> so we want to thank our newest patrons. We want to thank, first though, we want to thank all the patrons that uh, sent us money. But we want to thank our newest patrons, Tony, Yaroslav, maybe, I guess that's how you say it. Sure. That. Dale, Bill. Tiyoti, I guess. I don't know. That's a screen name rather than a name. Alex, Todd, and Sarah, thank you all so much for your uh, for your money. We thank you for your hard-earned money and donating it to the podcast. We really appreciate everybody who does that. And Absolutely. you know, it's just it's just an amazing thing that people 
go out of their way to give us cash to do this. And we, we're just we're just constantly. Can I say blessed? Am I allowed to say that? You can say Cecil. You can say. I feel blessed. I feel blessed. Have it's, it's like when they call it. Have a blessed day. I always feel weird oh, about that. I do like, too, man. I'm like, okay, blessed. I got. But the thing is, is I don't think that there's a blessed. I don't think that that's a thing. One, it's like it's like have a blessed day. Do I do I have to? Yeah, or, or like, is that enforceable? Right. Like, so, well, <laughs> have a blessed day. What do I do to make it that way? I don't really know how that works. Anyway, thank you very much. We appreciate the the donations. Cecil and I are going to be riding around in the car today, certainly eating some of those donations. And, and dipping things in gold, as right. Tom said earlier. Yes, so. I will be dipping everything. I'm actually, once we get rich enough, I'm going to fucking bronze my nuts. I'm That's gonna, how. I'm going to be bronzing hot wings, <laughs> just so I have them forever. We got, a, we got a message from Nick, and he sent us a bunch of sounds. And you heard several of those sounds in this episode, and you'll hear them in future episodes. We want to thank you, Nick, for sending in. He must have sent in 15 or 20 really good clips. Some of them are a little too long. The ones that are like a minute long, you know, they're so hard to get. But yeah. there might be some things in there that I can grab that are shorter, but really some great stuff. And he found us, like I said earlier, that Simpsons clip at a higher resolution, which we're really happy for. So thank you, Nick, for sending that in. Really nice of you to do. We certainly do appreciate it. Thank you. We got a bunch of comments about the Noah thing, the Noah episode we did with yeah, we did. No Illusions, and he then write from uh, from a scathing atheist. And mostly what they come down to, Tom, is that, hey, guys, did you take in consideration that Darren Aronofsky is an atheist? Yeah. Um, and I, I will say that this kind of falls under the rubric of no bad review goes unpunished. Yeah, um, right. You Absolutely. know, certainly. And I'm not saying that everybody wrote that way, but certainly there were people who were like, ah, you missed the point or whatever. And, you know, Darren Aronofsky was an atheist. And how does that affect your viewing of the movie? Uh, I knew that going in. I think maybe we even mentioned that going in. We might have. Um, I don't think it helps. I mean, you still have the fucking rock lobsters who were angry at everybody. Rock lobster! <laughs> <laughs> Motion in the ocean. Right. Which is... <laughs> God, that band is oh, horrible. God. Holy shit. Oh. Uh, now we'll get fucking yeah, email about that. I actually that. like Jesus the B-52. Do you really? I think it's funny. Oh, I think it's God. great. Oh. oh, I love that guy. I think I'd rather drive a pneumatic he's nail like a, He's like face. a big gay dude just singing, and they're like the really the cute girl that have really nice voices are singing along with him. I like it. I like just him speak talking. It's awesome. It's uh, Speak talking is a thing, by you the way. I just speak made talking? It I made it As up. opposed to talk speaking. You know, talk speaking yeah. is very different, Tom. And I'm, Sing I'll songing? I'll explain, I'll explain that difference to you later. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't care that Aronofsky, Aronofsky was an atheist. I just still don't think it's a good movie. It wasn't interesting visually. I, I know you like some of the pieces of it yeah, visually. I thought visually there was some interesting Ugh. stuff. I mean, you know, I thought, you know, I, I think it, I think here's the problem that I had mostly with it is that it's a bad action movie. It is. You know, you put yourself out there as an action movie, and that's really what it is. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, it, it sort of flipped scripts midway through and became sort of the psychological horror movie, which I wasn't really into. And it wasn't like, good. And it wasn't good. It was just like like Noah said, and, I, and he put it perfectly, Noah's, Noah, the the scathing atheist host said the one who's real said about <laughs> Noah the fictional character that he's walking around the, the ark just going I'm gonna kill them babies and that's and that's funny because it's true right. that's really what he's that's really what he does for the entire fucking second half of the movie and so and it, maybe it's maybe it's less than that but still it just feels feels like it it feels like a long time and it's not interesting and then you know like there's all these little plot points that don't make a lot of sense so you know I, I'm okay and I'm willing I'm willing Tom you know that I'm willing to give up a lot for an action movie yeah. I'm willing to give up right. a lot to say this isn't good or this is, you know, I don't care that this is a leap of logic. I don't care about this and this and this. But when it comes down to it, there was just too much wrong with that movie to really like. So I just, I mean, and, and that's just from a purely cinematic standpoint. I don't even 
care about the Noah story. I actually think you might be able to make that into a cool story if you really worked at it. But, you know, you just I just don't think because I don't have any baggage coming into it. I don't have any no, baggage where I'm just like, right. I'm going to hate this no matter what. Right. And it's like, no, I don't care. I just, I wanted it to be a good movie. I just wanted it to be fun to watch, and it wasn't. To me, it commits the grave sin, you know, that a movie can never, a movie like this, meaning an action movie, sure. can never uh, commit. And that sin is that it's boring. Can't be boring. How do you have a boring action Can't movie? Can't be boring. You know, like, look at RoboCop. He's a robot cop. <laughs> That's not boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a bad movie. Right. But it's not boring. Right. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It strains cred- credibility at, at the yeah. fucking seams. Absolutely. But when it came out, it wasn't boring. It was not boring. Yeah. We got a message, um, and this one is from Sharon, and uh, and she says that, uh, she's like, I'm sure you uh, save lives by giving hope and companionship to isolated atheists and free thinkers all over the world. Seriously, you make the world a better place for humanity, and I thank you for it. That's a nice thing to say. It's, yeah, not, true, it's not true, but it's nice. Yeah. It's really I li- nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love liars, man. I'm just saying. Like, liars are my favorite kind That's of people. That's great. Sharon, thank you for sending an email. Very kind of you. Thank you. We got a message about, we got a couple messages about. We've gotten an equivalent of this message a lot. Yeah, a lot of these. But this one's funny, Tom. This one is the middle, I think that the middle paragraph here is worth reading. Wait, I'm sorry, I missed one. Are we not? Oh, we're talking about Sarah. God damn it! I'm not Jesus, man. Yeah, shit. I was thinking about something. I, she's a, <laughs> I was thinking about something else. I'm about a different email. I was looking at porn. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> what do you mean, was? Were you going to read that? <laughs> and then she says, oh, 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 give it to me. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's a political show. I was watching Who's Nailing Palin. Okay. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> uh, this email from Sarah. I'd also point out that while animals cannot abort in the same way as people, they can miscarry due to illness or stress. Additionally, animals often perform infanticide. Mothers will kill and sometimes, as in the case of rabbits, eat their young if they are stressed. If they're stressed? Oh, I got a big deadline. Oh, God, God, God. <laughs> I got a PowerPoint to present on Monday. Quick, uh, give me a toddler. The boss is going to be in the office. I need a baby sandwich. <laughs> I'll take a baby and a falafel. Uh, yeah. No mail. No mail. I'm watching my figure. No I fucking had ba- I had babies for lunch. I can't eat another. I can't eat another one. Or if there are food shortages that mean the offspring will not survive. Males also kill offspring. A classic example is seen in lions. If a male takes over another's tribe, he will kill all of the cubs in order to bring the females into heat. Because nothing turns on a woman. (laughs) Killing their children. children. That's really more of a third date sort of a thing to do, though. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want to lead with that. It's a little, it could be a little off-putting. Is that a box you check on, like, Christian Mingle? You know, it's like, I will kill their youth. <laughs> will you or will you not kill their youth? And eHarmony will just they, yeah, right. they won't connect you if that's the, the most case. awkward OK yeah. Cupid date I've been on. <laughs> he just <laughs> slaughtered all my kids. <laughs> but he was so hot when he was covered in the gore of my offspring. <laughs> I can see his rippling biceps and washboard oh, abs God. as he ripped my child's head from his shoulders. <laughs> What are we doing, Cecil? I don't know. What are we doing? You stop reading that. Okay. That email's just I'm making sorry. us bad. This I don't know. It's terrible. awful. Sarah, thank you for telling us horrible I don't know. Should we say thank you? Animals kill their young. Oh. That's great. That's awesome. Turns really. out everything in the animal kingdom isn't really. a teddy bear. Yeah. You know, that's really the takeaway. Like, <laughs> It's not all hugs and snuggles. It's not. It's not. It's not like you go out into the wild and it's just animated uh. snuggle bears. 
We got a message from Johan, and we get this message a lot. And basically what the message is is... Um, the, it's advice the, on the how gist. to America... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the gist is... Um, and he makes... It, it's basically smart-ass comments about how your country sucks. They say America right. sucks. And then they're like, fix your, fix your country. Yeah. Do you have a country fixing wrench? Yeah. <laughs> I left my country-sized wrench. You know, I think... Cecil and I are not um, unwilling to be critical of flaws that we find here in the States. So I'm not sure really what, like, I can't fix. I know you can't fix. I mean, literally, this is what it says. I'm going to read it. It says, this is the advice that this person has for our country and for us. I guess for us, because he's writing it to us. Right. It's not, I don't see fucking the POTUS on here. (laughs) You know, it's like he addressed it to Barack Obama as well as us. But he says... Stop being a military superpower. It's not worth the trouble. We've tried it, and it took us 400 years before people started liking us again. It was expensive and made us nearly bankrupt. Today, our primary defense is to export our railroad maintenance strategy to whoever threatens us. That'll teach them, yeah. Please please feel, feel free to abbreviate whatever. And basically, so... He's saying he's saying we you we suck, but you suck more at the end is what yeah. he says to us. And it's like, okay, well, great. But you know, like I don't have any fucking political decision making. Like the this is what I do. Yeah. This is how I do it, right yeah. here. This is the voice. Right? This is it. This is what else can you do? This is what I can do. I, I and I only have one vote. Right. I, it's my hope that the people who listen may think I say something intelligent enough to base a vote on. But that's that's the best I can do. Yeah. I can't do anything else. So when you say like Stop being a military superpower. Yeah, Johan, I'll get right on that. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I mean, I can't, I'm game already. But I can't. I can't be like, you know what? We should really stop doing all the things that we're doing because I'm just one person. Yeah. So what you're saying, Cecil, is you don't have control of the ICBM. The whole thing. I don't right? have the keys. No. You need two keys. You got to turn at the same well, time. Well, they should have given you and movie. I one. Yeah. Yeah. And then we would there's, have. Well, there's no way we'd launch a, a missile because there's no way you and I could do anything like that coordinated. It'd be impossible. I'd lose the key. Yeah. <laughs> I would lose the key. I would lose the key immediately. You'd be like, it would actually be time to do it. And you would call me up and I'd be like, um, I can't find the key. I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, but I lost the launch codes. Yeah. Oh, Tom, we messed up. We did. A little. A little. Yeah. No, I mean, we if, if we were being unkind in a way that's. Well, I mean, we're kind of always unkind. We're always unkind, but I think that we were a little unkind, unprovoked here. Yeah, I think so um, too. This is from Lori, and she says, uh, she says that in our podcast, normally we don't do this. We normally don't talk about podcasts that are almost a year old at this point. Right. Um, this is from podcast one twenty one. She mentions um, we talked about uh, Hagee, and I think one or two we both made fun of uh, the audience that had gray hair, neck waddles, and uh, flabby upper arms. And walkers. And, and she said, certainly many of those people are sheep uh, without a logical thought in their heads, but it's not because they're old. Anyone who lives long enough uh, will get old. And someday I hope you will get old as well. However, advanced age does not equal irrationality. I didn't become an atheist until I was 52, and all those atheist and skeptical movements are not 30-somethings. As humans uh, who wish to respect diversity, please consider that you may have a blind spot in your own t- tendency to discriminate against age. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. Maybe and we if do. we do, then legitimately, we're very sorry. Yeah. And it, you know, it is always our intention to make fun of Hagee. Yeah, okay. absolutely. It yeah. Is so, 
But it is never our intention to pigeonhole a group of people right. in an unfair way. Unfair way. And you know, the and thing if, is, if we did it, I'm yeah. very sorry. Yeah, that we I, did but it. I, th- I think that you know, we make fun of a lot of things, and we make fun of things the way things look a yeah. lot. We're yeah. very, you know, we'll talk about somebody's picture. We'll talk about like right. John Hagee having big jowls or something. You know, we we'll just yep. make fun of it. So clearly, we're making fun of an image there, which was the people in the audience are all old, and we we're just, you know, we had something funny to say about their the way they physically. Yeah. We looked. took a cheap shot, and we took a cheap shot. But yeah. it was, I, I still kind of think it's funny. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, no offense, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a message from uh, anonymous Steve, and anonymous Steve says uh, basically that uh, he doesn't like the call to prayer things that we do, and right. maybe we should let his words speak for him. So why don't you read uh, part of uh, what he says about where he starts here with however? Yeah. He says, however, I've lived with decent, rational Muslims, and I'm a little sensitive to what I see as Islamophobia. However, there is no item you've covered on Islam that offends me in any way, and I see your alleged uninformed or ill-educated status as therefore irrelevant. Of course, the things you say are relevant and shocking, and not to refer to them would be remiss and would be mistaking sensitivity with ignoring real problems that really hurt people. You don't need to understand Islam or the Quran to comment upon vile actions of real people upon real people. There is one thing I do not like. I see the call to prayer as a cultural thing as well as a religious thing. And it calls to prayer the nutters you refer to and the reasonable, rational Muslims, like those I've lived with, without any specific call to one side of that simple dichotomy. So I find the mocking of the call to prayer is unnecessary and an unfortunate distraction from the things you talk about and properly talk about. Yeah. I, you know, I, I disagree with that. And I think the reason why is I think all religion is open for, for ridicule. Uh, I think that the call to prayer, to be honest, I think the call to prayer sounds really cool. I'll be, I mean, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. I think it sounds really good. I think that, you know, like a lot of, uh, the, the chanting that they do, the Islamic chanting sounds really, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It sounds amazing. Um, the reason why we did the call to prayer and the reason why people make fun of religions all over the board for their rituals is because we don't we don't think that there's a place for religion to have a pedestal where it's untouchable. And I think that um, you know, look at you know Monty Python. We we're talking about earlier. We we're talking about the Monty Python, uh, the skit in Holy Grail where they're walking and they're smacking themselves on the head and they're singing. Right. They're doing the Domine chant and they're hitting hitting themselves in the face with the board. There's a um, the life of Brian when they're like always look on the bright side of life and they're whistling and they're all on, right. on crucifixes. Right. You know, um, there's making fun of priests. You know, and you're making fun of priests and saying that they're pedophiles. But not all priests are pedophiles. Of I mean, clearly not. not. I mean, that, if that was the case, then that would be a big deal. But it's not. And it's still a big deal, but it would be a much bigger deal if they were right. all pedophiles, right? So you're, you're, you're making judgments. You're, you're, you're grouping people together in a way just to make comedy. And I think that, you know, especially with the Muslim uh, sort of sensitivity that, that uh, when the Muslims went crazy when that guy drew a cartoon of them, right. you know, you can't, you've got to break them out of that shell. You've got to shake them and wake them up and say, look. It's okay if somebody, because I, I don't think that the people that you're talking about, are, there are two different sets of people. The people that are fundamentalists who are going to get pissed off that we use the Muslim call to prayer. And they're going to be like, fucking, I would fucking kill those people, because that's what they, they say. They, they right. say They'll it say all the time. Yeah, right. And then there's the people who are the moderates who are like, oh, what a bunch of jerks. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and they, they don't care one way or the other. They're not gonna, that's not going to motivate anybody to kill me. Yeah. Not treating something with reverence is not the same thing as treating it Uh, with hatred, right? So we don't treat uh, Muslim ideas or Muslim uh, 
culture. Like I, I don't treat much of anything with a irre- with reverence. Like I don't revere things. Sure, I try, sure. I actually try very hard to not revere things because that's, you know, once you do that, um, you you sort of say like, well, these things are off limits. These things are over here. They're in this special circle of consideration, um, and I I don't I just don't believe in that. I know I think. You know, I don't put myself in that. We make fun of ourselves. Sure. We make fun of ourselves harder than we make fun of anything else on this show. Yeah. Um, And that's because we refuse to put ourselves in a special place of consideration. We're not saying like, yeah, well, I'm off limits. Yeah. But everything else is fair game. Right. Everything gets to be fair game. And we should all just be like, ah, I didn't like that joke. Fuck. I'm not going to listen to that guy. You know, I don't like Tosh. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't think that guy's very funny most of the time. And I sometimes don't like the subject matter. So my solution is I just. Don't listen to it. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that that anonymous Steve shouldn't be listening to the show or whatever. But you know, if it's a show where you hear the Islamic call to prayer and you're like, ah, I'm very uncomfortable with that as a Muslim. You're like, I don't think you were listening to the show to start with as yeah. a Muslim. Right. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a message from Wayne, who talks about beer a little bit for you, Tom. He does. He talks a little bit about beer, but at the bottom he says one question: Can Jesus use the hole in his palm? In the glory hole. <laughs> what would you call that? A hand job is taken. So is it a palm job or a holy hand job? I like holy hand holy job. Holy hand job. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, that's. There's a couple of ways to look at the holy there. Right. right? I mean, it's that's like, why because yeah. it's got the. It's got double meaning. Yeah. That's, that's great. I like that's that. The holy hand job. I thought it was funny. I'll tell you what. If Jesus had died as a 15 year old, he'd have fucked his hands. <laughs> fucked his like. <laughs> for I do know it. It's certain. What if his what if his cock is a little big and he's like ow ow ah, ow every time? God damn it, man! Maybe you'd switch to the grip then. I think I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you'd want to hurt yourself, you'd tear yourself a new one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you get, that's why I said if he was fifteen, you get you get excited enough. It doesn't matter what's happening. Uh, we get a lot of messages. This one comes from yeah, Chad, um, and this one. Uh, we get a lot of messages, and specifically messages about the Skeptics' Creed and how it needs to get changed or whatever. But this one is a question. It says, now in the Skeptics' Creed, you mentioned giant worms. Why the fuck have I, have I not heard about these giant worms before? And he says, are they a wonderful cryptozoological thing? Actually, they were an Im- a paper thing that we found. In the- it was like in one of the news stories we did a long time ago. Long, long time ago. I think it was harkening back to everyone's a critic. Uh, yeah. there, was, there was a study, like a funded study, to go out into the Gobi Desert and look for the Mongolian death worm, which like vomits acid, like shoots, shoots fire lightning. out of its ass, it's like twenty or foot long. Right, right. It was. It, it's like well, good luck wandering around the Gobi Desert looking for Mongolian death worms. So that's why that's in there. There's a right. lot of reasons why things are in there. And when people call, say, "Hey, by the way, you need to change the Skeptics' Creed," no, no, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's look, it's the the same thing. First of all, it predates the show. Yeah. Um, second, it's been used con- 172 consecutive times yeah. for the program. Yeah, uh, it's Not just used it's just done. That's like it. that's, that's it. it. Like yeah. all of its imperfections, of which there are many, and I'm willing to concede them. <laughs> the, it, look, if if you don't like imperfections, you are listening to the oh, wrong program. Christ. We got a uh, we sent out a message this week, so check your spam box if you're a patron and uh, and you were looking for your uh, a message. We sent a message out basically saying if you're a patron and you sort of donated enough money, we were going to give you a ringtone or some sort of uh, voicemail message or s- send you a clip. So if you if you are a patron and you think you're at that level, take your check your spam box. If not, send us an email and we'll check we'll double check with Patreon sure. and see if if you're at that level. But we want to make sure that people who uh, donate to us, get the things that they 
want. So, and, and we tried to send an email out this week. We only got a couple responses. So we want to make sure that that email got out to people. Yep. So if you are a patron and you are at a, like, I think a $5 level, you know, take a look and see at your, uh, at your, um, on your messages, check your spam filter. Yeah, we want to live up to our, our obligations yeah. for sure. We got a message from Tom and Tom says, I'm going to read it. He says, uh, it starts out canceled sub. I canceled my subscription because you, you guys think I'm a moron. I went back through your Everyone's a Critic podcast and found the devastating takedown of Star Wars prequels and the people who like them. I know all the Star Wars movies intimately. They have good and bad parts. To me, the stu- it is stupid to dismiss any of them completely. Anyway, as someone who doesn't dismiss all the prequels out of hand, I'm sure you don't want me as a subscriber. Sorry to be so even-handed. Well, happy trails, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh... You know, if if you want to go back like six years into the past and yeah. find a movie that you like that we didn't like, and then not listen to the show anymore because of it, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, the funny thing is, it's uh, the prequels, right? It's the right. prequels. What's well, like? It's the worst group the of the worst, movies. It's the worst movies. They're universally yeah. derided. Yeah, it's like, like I'm sorry, you have a Jar Jar fetish, dude. Right? But like fucking. That's I. And you know, the thing is, is like I I don't remember calling everyone who liked them morons. But I don't if that's the case, whatever. I mean, I don't I don't care that this guy left. But you know, it just seems. Uh, I will say this. I will say this about this. I hate. I kind of hate movies now because we did a movie review podcast. I, I kind of hate movies. Like I, it's, I find it a chore to sit down and watch a movie. I don't mind watching. It's funny. I don't mind watching series, like a series on television. Same here. Doesn't bother me as much as watching movies now. I'm just like, I see all the flaws, and it just, it kind of hurts to watch movies now. Um, nothing made me hate movies more than watch doing a movie review podcast. But nothing makes me hate butthurt fans like doing a movie, movie review, review podcast. podcast yeah. Amazing how many letters we got from people who would be like, you didn't like Taxi Driver? You'd be like, yeah, I didn't like it. Oh my God, you're so stupid. You're like, okay, great. Yeah. Tell me how stupid I am because right. I didn't fucking read. Godfather 2 is the greatest movie. Yeah, exactly. I'll rape your mother's exactly. five socket. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? What's happening? But, you know, Tom, if you want to take off because you don't like how we talked about a movie, um, I don't even know what that has to do with our current podcast, but so long, bro. Yeah. <laughs> don't I let mean, the door itch in the ass on the way out. Right. It's like, yeah. I, I hope you enjoyed the 200 plus hours of free entertainment. And that yeah. was, now you're offended. Thanks yeah. for letting us know, yeah. though. <laughs> I love the punitive nature, like the purportedly yeah, punitive nature of the email. Like, well, I'm taking my ball and going home. Nobody was playing with your ball. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I wonder if he typed that out, though, in his stormtrooper outfit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So right now, Tom and I are going to record another session. We're yeah. going to actually sit down and we're going to record another session, but you will not be able to hear this session oh, until yeah. the middle of the week this week. So we're going to leave you, as always, until the middle of the week with this Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double do bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupuncturing pressurized stereogram pyramidal yeah. free energy healing day. water yeah. downward spiral brain dead pan sales bitch late night info docutainment Leo Pisces cancer cures detox reflex foot massage death and towers tarot cards psychic healing crystal balls Bigfoot Yeti aliens churches mosques and synagogues temples dragons giant Worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, double speak, stigmata, nonsense. You get mad at nonsense too. Nonsense. Expose your sides. It's a Thrust your hands. Bloody, evidential, 
conclusive. Doubt even this. Here's the music. Does the opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy company. There's like a double word in Like I said, I don't edit. It's all a rough draft. Talk over. This is the song now. You are waiting to see if there's bonus material. There is not bonus material. <laughs> Technically, this is bonus material. It's all bonus material. <laughs> it's the worst bonus I ever got. Oh, man. Well, I think we should record a new show. What do you think? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Well, let's stop this one. Okay.